Welcome to the Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Bridget. Now let's grow together. You guys, if you are listening to this episode on Monday, February 28th, it's episode 46. But February 28th marks the one year anniversary since the first episode published on Bloom with Bridget. So I cannot be more grateful for you, especially since we're wrapping up on a month with all things love. I just want you to know that I love each and every single one of you listening. I may not know your name. We may have never met, or maybe I don't, I do know your name and I call you mom or sister or friend. Please know that I'm so grateful for you and the fact that you show up each and every week to tune in. And I'm honored to be on this journey with you and having you by my side for the past year. And I really look forward to what's to come in the future. So from the bottom of my heart, I love you and I thank you. All right, so let's jump in. And this last episode is going to close out our series on love the month of February. And this episode is going to be all about just loving your life. We started with loving yourself first, and then we went into loving relationships and loving others well. And now I want you to really take in being intentional on loving your life and blooming where you're planted, you know, really being present where your feet are and loving this life, this moment, this day, exactly where you are. I was talking with a friend not too long ago, and we were sharing our, our one, three and five year goals. And to be honest, as I was writing this and talking to her about it, I really kind of struggled when I was plotting things out, you know, what I wanted to accomplish. And I feel like my reasons were pretty vague and they lacked a lot of focus. You know, I knew what I wanted, what I wanted to accomplish and the things that I wanted to do. But there's this part of me that I just kept getting sidetracked of what I was, you know, I wanted these things, but why did it have to be in a year or three years or five years? And all the experts say to think about the person you want to be in a year, in five years, and then understand what it's going to take to get there and what habits and practices you're going to need to put into place in order to be that person. And I see a lot of truth in that, but what I'm really struggling with is the here and now, you know, why am I planning my life around what I want to do when I retire or when my kids grow up? Why am I waiting to explore new places with my husband? Because life's so busy right now. Why am I putting off today with hopes of tomorrow that I may or may not get? So when I was reading this back to her, I didn't want them in that time frame. I want to enjoy them now. And I probably sound really selfish. So what can I do today and every day to make sure that I'm not wasting any time, energy, and thoughts into a day that may never come? And we all know that someday is not a day that exists on the calendar. We only have today. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow is not a guarantee. We have today. So let's try thinking about who you want to be and where you want to go and what you want to be doing in five to 10 years. And let's figure out how to get there now. You know, when I took another stab at my goals, I wrote down what I really wanted to do and where I wanted to be. And then I started to take it, peel another layer back. I started to make a list of the things that I could do now to make that happen. You know, maybe I can't travel abroad with Jacob right now, but I can take trips. We can find nearby places to go and explore and be intentional with our time together. We don't have to go across the globe. We can go outside or we can just 
go to another part of Kentucky and make that happen. We don't have to go far. So I wanted to share with you, as I started to go through this practice, I wanted to share some things that I wrote down and maybe it will spark some ideas for you and how you can live each day to the fullest today. My first one was to seek adventure and have fun. Our family where this year is adventure. So that's been top of mind for all of us, but really live each day to the fullest, find ways to explore and have fun. Book that trip, get outside, walk in the woods, whatever, just go do something today. I'm always telling my kids, go play, go play, go outside. We have forgotten how to play. We don't know how to have fun anymore. We did not ask our parents, what am I supposed to be doing? I'm bored. We just went and did it. And today our kids are constantly asking, what can I do? I don't have anything to do right now. We would never ask those questions growing up. So make fun a part of your day and enjoy it. Number two is to let those you love know it. Tell them. Don't waste an opportunity to make someone feel special. Let them know where they stand. When you walk out of the house, kiss your spouse, kiss your kids, tell them you love them. It may be the last time that you see them. Number three, make things right. Apologize to someone if you need to. Maybe there's a relationship that needs to be mended over some stupid argument. And to my daughters, when you're listening someday after I'm gone, if it's the argument is ever over a boy, always choose your friends first. Make things right. Number four, don't waste your day being angry. And I can't tell you how many times I've done this, and I wish I'd learned my lesson sooner. But it's a waste of time. Seek out the good each and every day and find that opportunity for joy and hold on tight to it. You know, bitterness and unhappiness not only wreak havoc on our mental state, but it also is damaging to our physical state. It's unhealthy. Don't succumb to negativity and anger. Things are going to go up and down. It takes just as much energy to get angry as it does to be happy. So choose how you're going to direct your energy. All right, the next one, number five, focus on what grounds you. For me, that is my faith. I cannot imagine going a day without taking God with me. And when we stay grounded and rooted in our faith, we stay connected to the vine and we're going to bear some good fruit. Number six, be kind. Everyone is fighting a battle that no one else has any idea about. That, that is true. We are all going through something. Maybe it's big, maybe it's small, but please be kind to others. You know, there's a lot of things happening in our world right now. And I think that if we could show kindness, if we could show love, we wouldn't have the hate. We wouldn't have the wars. We wouldn't have, you know, the, the students who feel like they're not loved. We wouldn't have these things happening. Um, be kind to people, love them. Number seven, this kind of goes with having some fun, but I'm the type of person that we had in, in growing up, we had China, we had China for special occasions. We had everyday dishes and we knew if it was a special occasion, we were having company over, we would get the nice China out. But why are we waiting for the good China? You know, when Jacob and I got married, he thought it was the biggest joke to register for China. And he said, we are never going to use this. It's not practical. And 
He's right. We don't use it that often, but I make a point to get it out on our anniversary and let everyone get fancy and we use the chana. But what a waste. Why are we wasting the good stuff? Put it to use. This next one is hard for me at times, but there is so much joy that comes from it when we do it, when I let loose and I'm not so rigid, but make messes. You know, I like to have the house neat and clean and picked up, but I know after a good weekend, we've got forts in our living room, there's blankets and pillows everywhere, there's paint on the counter. You know, that's been a good weekend. We've had fun together. Who cares about the aftermath? And I have to tell myself all the time to let it go. We can clean it up tomorrow. No, don't worry about it. So let it go. Let the laundry pile up. Play the game that they've asked you to play 50 times. Paint their fingernails, whatever that looks like in your house. Lay down and watch a movie with them. Because 20 years from now, your kids are not going to remember how clean your house was. They're going to remember how present you were. All right, number nine, don't get so busy making a living that you forget to make a life. We have all heard this saying, and it is so dang true. Yes, we have to work in order to make a living, to put food on the table, and to meet our basic needs, but we don't have to become a slave to it. I've gotten really intentional about setting that time. When I'm at work, I'm at work, and when I'm at home, I'm at home, and that's where my focus is, and those two don't overlap anymore. Make a life that you enjoy. All right, this next one, eat the cake, eat the ice cream, eat the tacos, eat the pizza, eat whatever it is that you're telling yourself that you can't have, you can't enjoy and eat it and enjoy it. You know, I've talked about being mindful on here and using all your senses, your taste, your smell, all these things, put them to work. If my girls are listening to this, don't tell yourself you can't have that because nobody's going to date you if you're not skinny, eat whatever you want, just not a bedtime. All right. Number 11, probably one of the most important is to put down your phone. What's happening on social media is in the past. It's already happened. Don't miss out on what's in front of you right now. You don't have to respond to every text message immediately. You are not a vending machine. No one is putting a dollar and making a candy bar come out right away. It's not how it works. One of the new features that I'm loving on this last iPhone update is a feature called focus and you set times of day, whether you're driving or at work or personal focus times. And I have that set during my morning devotional time so that that time that I spend with God is uninterrupted. And that's, you know, really the only time that I have to myself. So in that time, when I have to myself with him is, is sacred, I don't want to be interrupted and it's okay to tell people you're not available all the time. Put your dang phone down and pay attention to what's right in front of you. We've got to enjoy life. We've got to enjoy people and we've got to enjoy all the blessings that we've been given. Don't take anything for granted. Look people in the eyes, give them your full attention. Go deep with someone, you know, have real conversations, cut out this surface level stuff, you know, ask them what they're doing today to make the most of today rather than what they did last weekend. Don't wait for another opportunity you have been given today. You don't want to live a life of regrets or one that's filled with the words, I wish I had dot, dot, dot. My oldest daughter, Peyton, and I have decided that this year we were going to read some books together. 
And one of the first books that we're reading is Live by Sadie Robertson. Sadie is well known for, um, she's the daughter of Willie on Duck Dynasty, and she was on Dancing with the Stars. She also has a podcast called Whoa, That's Good, which is really good. (laughs) It is good. So I suggest you all check that out if you want to add another one to your library. But she's just a good role model for young girls. And the beginning of her book, her mom has written her forward. And, you know, she's talking about as she's preparing to write, you know, the opening introduction to her daughter's book, she's having a hard time finding the right words and wanting it to be just perfect. So she's on a flight and she turns on a movie and the movie is about time travel. And I'm not going to go into all the details, but to sum it up, you know, the character says, even though they can go back in time, they decided that the best course of action is just to live each day only once. At the end of the movie, he says, I try and live each day to enjoy this very point in time as if it was the final day of my extraordinary, ordinary life. We can't go back in time. We don't know what the future holds, but we can enjoy each and every day of our extraordinary, ordinary lives. I'm going to sum this up and close with a poem by Anne Marie Perrone. And it was sent to me by my sweet friend, Annie. And I think that this really sums up for me, some things that I hope you'll get out of of this podcast. And it's called, what are you waiting for? I'm no longer waiting for a special occasion. I burn the best candles on ordinary days. I'm no longer waiting for the house to be clean. I fill it with people who understand that even dust is sacred. I'm no longer waiting for everyone to understand me. It's just not their task. I'm no longer waiting for the perfect children. My children have their own names that burn as brightly as any star. I'm no longer waiting for the other shoe to drop. It already did. And I survived. I'm no longer waiting for the time to be right. The time is always now. I'm no longer waiting for the mate who will complete me. I'm grateful to be so warmly and tenderly held. I'm no longer waiting for a quiet moment. My heart can be still whenever it's called. I'm no longer waiting for the world to be at peace. I unclench my grasp and breathe peace in and out. I'm no longer waiting to do something great. Being awake to carry my grain of sand is enough. I'm no longer waiting to be recognized. I know that I dance in a holy circle. I'm no longer waiting for forgiveness. I believe. I believe. Don't put off today. Don't wait. Don't spend so much time planning your life and your dreams that you never get to experience them because life is happening now. We don't know what tomorrow will hold and tomorrow is never promised. Today is your gift. So go make the most of it. All right. I'm so happy to be here with you today and all the joy that you bring me each and every week on this podcast. And please know that you are a gift to me and I'm grateful you are here. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.